Welcome to the Real Paranormal Stories Podcast with your host, Christopher Buckner. Send your stories to realparanormalstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Royalty-free music provided by Kevin McLeod and Tabletop Audio. And now, let's take a trip into the paranormal. This story comes from a Reddit user who wanted to remain anonymous. And this is their story. Some background before I begin. I was around seven when this happened and we were out camping. We had a rule that if a kid had to use the bathroom in the night, we either had to wake up an adult or go together. My mom wore a long white shirt and pants for pajamas on camping trips. One night, I woke up and had to go, so I tried waking up my parents and younger sister. No one moved, and it was reaching emergency status, so I decided to go to the bathroom by myself, since it wasn't that far away and it was unlikely anyone would wake up. I got to the bathroom without incident and started back to the campsite. It was a full moon and I could see down the path clearly so I wasn't as scared as I normally would have been and was enjoying looking around the woods. Then I saw what I thought was my mom walking down the path towards the bathroom. I panicked and dove behind a tree because I didn't want to get into trouble. After a moment, I peeked around the tree and saw a woman with a bonnet on and dressed in an old-fashioned nightgown floating past my hiding place and up towards the bathroom. She turned into it and vanished. I ran to the campsite, got into the tent, and hid in my sleeping bag until morning. No one noticed I was gone, and I never told anyone about what I saw. Later on that day, we went up to the bathroom and there was a plaque next to it with information about an old homestead that had been built there. The chimney was all that was left. And that is their story. This story comes from the podcast Spine Chillers and Serial Killers. And this is their story. In the past, I was quite fascinated by all things spooky. I was a horror film buff, loved a good book about true hauntings, and for many years I was a goth. And during that time, I learned something. Kids are creepy especially little girls. Although granted, Damien from The Omen wasn't exactly a ray of sunshine, but generally speaking, if there's a little girl in a horror film, you know at some point she is going to be climbing up walls and projectile vomiting over priests. That's just the way it is. Bearing this in mind, I can't deny that when I found out I was pregnant with my eldest, somewhere in the back of my mind, there was the uneasy thought, What if she turns out to be creepy? Of course, the second she was born, that thought vanished entirely, and I was completely wrapped up in how friggin' adorable and perfect and cute she was. She was quite possibly the most beautiful baby in the world ever. Okay, I might have been a bit biased, but you get the idea. Not a creepy bone in her chubby little body. That is, until now. She is now coming up to four years old, 
She is extremely bright and extraordinarily eloquent for a three-year-old. This means that sometimes she comes out with things you wouldn't expect a child her age to say. Up until now, when she has said something surprisingly clever, I must admit I do tend to be incredibly proud and secretly smug. Ha! My child is a genius. What good parents we must be. But recently, I have kind of been wishing she wasn't quite so eloquent, as some of the random clever things she has been saying are truly terrifying. I mean, like, stomach churning. We're going to need an exorcist. Terrifying. It started maybe a month or two ago. She started talking about Leo, her invisible friend. Wonderful, I thought to myself. Imaginary friends are creepy, and this is always how it starts in the films. Now, I knew she has a friend at school called Leo, so I just put it down to an overactive imagination. Even when she would tell me that Leo had climbed into bed with me and was hiding under the duvet by my feet, I didn't let it get to me. It's just harmless play, I would say to myself, and then I would give myself a mental pat on the back for being so sensible and grown up about it. There was a time I would have freaked out about invisible little boys crawling into bed with me, but not now. No, now I was a fearless mum. Go me. After a few weeks, Sarah showed up. To my daughter, I mean. Of course, we could not see her. Just like that cheeky little bed-stealing scamp, Leo. So now there were two. Fabulous. But just like she had an actual friend called Leo, she also knows the Sarah, her dance teacher. So again, we just put it down to her imagination. All was well in the world with Leo and Sarah. They would chase around the house or have imaginary water balloon fights and hardly ever do anything creepy like perch on windowsills during the night to watch us sleep. Then a week ago, we had my husband's parents over for dinner. We were enjoying a nice family dinner when out of nowhere, my daughter starts talking about her friends. Except now there are three. Now, there is a Clement. She does not know a Clement. There is no one by that name at her school. I checked. He is not a character from one of her books, or from any of the cartoons she watches. I have no explanation for Clement. And she is not sure who he is either, really. Leo and Sarah are brother and sister. But Clement is just naughty. That's all we know about him. I would have much preferred him to be funny, or silly, but no, all he is is naughty. Great. And then she just blurts out, And you know Leo is dead. Sarah killed him. Dead like your granddad, mummy. My mother-in-law and I just stared at each other. Not saying a word, but safe to say, we knew we were both thinking, What the actual fuck? My lovely husband senses my absolute horror at what my beautiful angel has just announced at the dinner table and tries to come to the rescue. But it's just pretend, darling, isn't it? He's okay, really. He's not really dead, he says. No, Daddy, he's really dead. Sarah killed him. She merrily replies in between two mouthfuls of chips. I felt a bit sick at this point and was not looking forward to sharing my bedroom with my daughter and her new mates at bedtime. Yes, my nearly four-year-old still sleeps in our room, 
but that's a whole other post. So, as we were getting ready for bed, she starts talking about them again, this time adding that we have an angry lady called Violet living in our attic space. She is always cross and has purple lips. A fun fact about our attic space, it's not actually closed off by a wall. It just has a see-through banister to stop anything falling out so I can see everything in our attic that overlooks my bed. I now know I'm never sleeping again. Awesome. So I said, Sweetheart, can we talk about them now? They're only pretend. They're not real. What she said next and how she said it will probably haunt me forevermore. Her face dropped into a scowl. She came very close to my face, squinted her eyes, and said, They are real. Then started laughing and added, They're shouting, Mommy. They're always shouting. Pants change in aisle three. As she grew up, we heard less and less about her invisible friends. But I must admit, not a night goes by that I don't look up to the attic space and imagine an angry violet staring back at me. Just to update the story a little, last week I heard both my kids chanting in their playroom. I went to check on them and saw they had put some toys in a circle with a woody doll in the middle. What are you guys up to? I asked, already dreading the answer. Oh, nothing, Mommy. We are just trying to summon the woody demon. Oh, I replied. What is the woody demon? Instantly regretted my question when my youngest said, A few days ago, I heard Woody talk by himself, so now we want him to do it again. My kids are little. They shouldn't know anything about demons. It's not like me and my husband talk about anything like that. And how the heck did they know what to chant? and how to put their toys in a circle. Have kids, they said. It'll be fun, they said. And that's the end of their story. That's all for this episode of the Real Paranormal Stories podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. 